Former FBI agent avoids prison time after having deleted evidence in a high-profile case. Should have known that destroying evidence relative to a case is illegal. He's actually admitting that FBI agents are doing this. He admitted in 2022 that he corruptly destroyed an object with the intent to impair its integrity. Stay tuned on how FBI agents get leniency in federal court. Get ready for truth bombs and guidance from conservative leaders and entrepreneurs from God-fearing, freedom-loving, truth-telling, patriotic Americans. Welcome to Patriots with Grit. Now let's jump into today's episode with your host, Darren Ross. Gosh, the double-tiered legal system continues. We cannot get justice with corrupt FBI there's two levels. What do you think about that? I, I think it's unbelievable what we're going to hear today. We have a guest coming on today for kind of a uh, an update. We had her on a few weeks ago. It was before this FBI agent's trial uh, regarding a senator in Arkansas. Connie Davies was on with us about three weeks ago, and we're going to bring her back on. Connie, thanks for being here today. Thanks for updating us. I know you recently went to Arkansas for this uh, for this court case, for this trial or whatever, and you spent several days away from your family, a lot of time and money to help support this senator that's behind bars for years and years and years, all due to a corrupt, dirty FBI and corrupt court system, correct? That's correct. Let's hear it. Let's bring it on. I know uh, our viewers can go back and watch the first episode with you, but let's go ahead and, uh, and give us an update on this one. Okay. Well, let me just go back just one minute. Uh, Senator Arkansas Senator John Woods is sitting in a prison in Bastrop, Texas. Uh, former senator was uh, actually one of the first, uh, actually he was the first and only public official to support Donald Trump in the 2016 election. And um, there was a narrative that was constructed to try to uh, prove that he was involved in a scheme of taking money from a, um, a school that he got government money for in Arkansas. And um, so he's sitting in prison. Uh, he was um, kind of forced to try to take a plea deal. John Woods would not accept a plea deal. And as a result of that, he knew that he was going to be spending time uh, in prison, a lengthy time, actually 18 years and four months. Uh, this supposedly was for getting kickbacks um, from getting money for this school. So that's that's the real nutshell of of the story, really. Uh, so we've been following this story. I have met John Woods. I do not believe that he was guilty, and I believe that uh, the evidence for this case never made it to trial, and so therefore no one really knows what happens. Um, I will say this past August, there was the FBI that was investigating this case um, admitted on August the, the 17th, uh, 2022, that he destroyed evidence that was relevant to the John Woods case. Now, this is after John Woods has been sitting in prison for four years, has 14 more years to go. Um, that might be reduced because of his behavior and, um, you know, the different structures they have of cutting back on time. But nonetheless, he's sitting in prison in Bastrop, and this FBI agent admitted that he destroyed evidence that was relative to this case. Um, so here he is. This is uh, Robert Cesario. This picture was actually taken last week in Arkansas when he went before Judge P.K. Uh, Holmes uh, to be sentenced for the crimes that he committed. Now, I want to share something with you that's, you know, it's not emphasized a lot. But if you look at this, it, it doesn't take much. It's interesting to me that the FBI is supposed to be good about investigating. 
it doesn't take much to see that this man committed crime numerous times. When John Woods went, uh, the pretrial hearings for John Woods' case uh, several years ago came up, um, there was a question about uh, information that was on a, a FBI computer, and uh, this gentleman was the one that had that information on his computer. He was ordered by the court, uh, Timothy Brooks, district court judge in Arkansas, he was ordered by the judge to, to bring that computer in for forensic examination. Well, interestingly, this FBI agent who should have known better, he's a 17-year veteran of the FBI, should have known that destroying evidence relative to a case is illegal and that he could suffer the consequences for it. When Timothy Brooks asked him about what he did with that computer and why he destroyed the evidence, he lied about it. He said there was information on that computer having to do with his medical records. Okay, so you've got an FBI agent that was in contempt of court because he destroyed a computer that had information on it. He lied to the judge about it. Judge Timothy Brooks uh, said that his testimony was not credible, that he believed that there were other reasons why. And then he destroyed the evidence. So this is not anything that takes somebody that has an understanding of legal matters to know that this has to be wrong. And so when we uh, noticed that he sent in his sentence memorandum, uh, we noticed some interesting developments here. Um, in his sentencing memorandum, uh, well, we find out that for doing what he had done, he could get 20 years in prison. When we got the sentencing memorandum that his lawyer submitted to the court, he's asking for one year unsupervised probation as his punishment. There's a couple things that I never miss any day ever, and, and one of them is Cardio Miracle. If I could have, I would have started taking this when I was 20. Since I've been taking Cardio Miracle on a very consistent basis, my recovery time is amazing. I really want to be a walking testimonial of what Cardio Miracle does for the body. I just feel, I feel good all over when I take it. I really feel like, like Cardio Miracle has extended my husband's life. It's been amazing. For me as a doctor, Cardio Miracle is a staple. I have seen Cardio Miracle improve the lives of many of my patients with many different types of chronic conditions. This is something that's actually made a huge difference and it's staying that way. It's not just a, a fluke, it's real. Cardio Miracle for me and my husband has, has saved our life. Literally. I am so in love with this. I want everybody to know because if we don't feel healthy, we can't help other people. Cardio Miracle for us, for me, for my family was a lifesaver. And so I say, thank you, Cardio Miracle. That's, that's one of those miracles in my life that I'm grateful for. We will never be without Cardio Miracle. Cardio Miracle to me is hope in a glass. When you create nitric oxide, you are igniting the spark of life in the cell. It is the miracle molecule. That's why we call this cardio miracle, because of nitric oxide and what it can do for the whole body. Well, I, I want to do, I'll, Randy, go back to that to that picture with, uh, with Special Agent Cesario. Look at that. <laughs> I mean, if that doesn't scream 
arrogant, pompous government employee. I, I mean, nothing does. I mean, to look at Randy said before the show, like that looks straight out like Men in Black. I don't I think mean, I don't think he was scared that he was going to get sent. I mean, just just no, look at, so. just look at the arrogance in that guy and the walk. I mean, he, he knew before he went in there he was getting off. That's exactly Guarantee right. He, in and fact, you he, know, he, he, and let me share something with you. I might have shared this on the first show. If not, uh, I mean, if I did, forgive me. But I think it bears repeating is that in the sentencing memorandum, he asked for one year unsupervised probation. We knew we were in trouble because in his memorandum, he also gave two other examples of FBI agents that did similar crimes. Clevin Klein-Smith, he was involved with the uh, Russia hoax. He uh, tampered with some uh, emails, I believe. Uh, Kevin Klein-Smith, he uses as examples, okay, of um, what the judge should look at when determining his sentence. And then a William Don Tisseby. So in his sentencing, he's actually admitting that FBI agents are doing this, that they're, they are erasing or destroying evidence. Well, we that all know. I mean, we, we all I mean, know. I'm thinking, why would, why would you do that? Because now you're implicating the whole department. Who else in the FBI makes it a common practice of uh, of destroying evidence in a case, especially in something like a federal case like this? This is this is just appalling. Uh, so uh, we knew that for him to um, ask for one year unsupervised probation and use these two uh, agents as his example or excuse why the judge should give him a sentence, uh, it it was it was probably going to be what we were going should expect hey. and so you can see really by uh, uh his obvious posture here that uh he wasn't too concerned going into this this uh, sentence i wouldn't be surprised if he was out the night before playing uh, playing golf with the judge or having dinner <laughs> with the judge i mean we know how corrupt it is i mean <laughs> I, i've been through i've been through court cases here for for our own family for stuff like this and just to watch watch the judges work with the attorneys on our side or on the other side it's it's comical. It's literally they've already got relationships. It's, it's a comical. It's it's there. It's a nefarious. It's like one big cluster, and but this guy. I mean, you can just tell. I mean, just just look at him, and you've got a, a, a senator that's sitting behind bars in a federal prison for eighteen years, and this guy, Connie, tell our viewers and our audience exactly what he got when the whole case was over. Was this in federal court? Yeah, this was in federal okay, court. Okay, so t- and, um, this was January fifth. January 5th, 2023. Yes. Tell us, tell our viewers what this clown agent, special agent Cesario, <laughs> what he actually got as a sentence. Well, the the, uh, the government, of course, uh, the prosecution, which is, you know, you're talking about the same people on both sides of the aisle, right? The, they're they're, they're uh, prosecuting their own, so they're going to protect them. So Absolutely. The government recommending that he get... Uh, probation but be supervised and that he be fined for the trouble that the government went through in prosecuting uh the agent and so he ends up with um three years supervised probation the first six months would be home confinement and then a dollars fine that was his uh slap on the wrist it was a little bit harder slap than he expected because he was asking for the one-year unsupervised probation, but still it wasn't near what he deserved. Uh, Let me share something else with you that I thought was quite interesting in the government's uh, statements. This to me was incredible. We got this the week before we went to Arkansas to see what the government had to say about what he did. Now this this is a legal document. This is not anybody's opinion about anything. It says the government 
has no evidence, no evidence, suggesting that the defendant had any reason for wiping the computer other than his expressed one. Now, his expressed one was that he had medical records he didn't want to disclose, but that reason was given in court in the pretrial hearing. There was nothing mentioned about that in his plea. He didn't say that, that wasn't his excuse. He said clearly the reason he destroyed the evidence was it was relevant to the John Woods case. But it seems to me that the, the court thinks that there's no evidence here. He, they obviously didn't look at his plea, his statement, his admittance of guilt. It says, um, which was to remove sensitive personal and family information on the computer. So that's what they're using as their excuse. Then they say the defendant, um, that the defendant did not have a motive to impede public corruption prosecution grander than making one piece of evidence, the computer unavailable for use in the prosecution. Now this I really argue with because they say that there was one piece of evidence that was destroyed. Gentlemen, the one piece that was destroyed was a computer, but the computer is not the evidence. The evidence is what's on the computer and it's estimated 600 megabytes of information were on that computer. You can hardly say that that's just his medical records. There's obviously more on that computer that he was hiding. Why else would he destroy it? Well, if he had nothing to hide, why did he destroy the evidence? And why would the government see it this way? If I, mean, I remember from your first interview, I believe he took the, took the, from what you said, I believe you said he took the, the laptop or the computer to a, to a computer repair store, spent $59 to have it wiped. They exactly. wiped it. Then he took it home and had it wiped again, correct? He wiped it again. And other evidence, uh, another uh, item, it was a, um, what was part of what was on the computer. We don't know what was on the computer, but what we believe was on the computer were recordings. And the, uh, the pen recorder that was used to record John Woods in some conversations that he had with a fellow congressman uh, or a, a rep representative from Arkansas was also destroyed or found missing. So any evidence that they had of what was on that computer is absolutely destroyed, gone. So you said a pen recorder. So Yes, a pen recorder. How did the FBI agent record them? Did, was he setting with he them? He did not. So no, this was kind of secret agent stuff. Exactly. James Bond, Robert, man, it's right out of the movies. Right. Yes, there was there was a representative uh, working with John Woods in the state of Arkansas. Uh, the FBI was after him. This is my understanding. The FBI was after him in order to get uh, off the hook, so to speak. He agreed to uh, uh, cooperate with the FBI. Mm -hmm. He carried a pen recorder with him, recorded John Woods and other uh, senators and representatives there in Arkansas, and. Uh, my understanding is that he took that back to his lawyer. The lawyer took, downloaded the recordings onto the computer and tr put it in a Dropbox that was sent to Cesario. Now, well, this I'm, is, I'm surprised that the judge who sentenced him didn't give him a promotion and a raise, an extra vacation time. <laughs> as, as, as corrupt and, and nefarious as our courts are, our judicial system, our uh, I call it our unjust system. But, I mean, here you have one federal judge, you know, supposedly – you know, slapping another federal employee, you know, it, it, he might as well have given him a high five, you know. Exactly. But they're all corrupt. They're all crooked. I don't care if they're judges, if they're attorneys, if they're agents, they're all crooked, every one of them. And I think we've all seen in the last, what, year, year and a half, 
I mean, I know. I mean, I was raised, you know, you always respected the government. You always respected the FBI. Now they're absolutely like a, a, a big circus. I mean, I have zero respect for any of them. Well, None the, fun, of them. the funny yeah. part is with him referencing what other FBI agents have been sentenced to or have done, all he did is cement the fact that there is two tiers of justice and the FBI is corrupt and they do whatever they want to do. Exactly. And there's no equal justice at no. all in the country at this point. And the American people need to wake up. I think that we have been, um, I don't know, deceived to think because we're Americans and we believe that our justice system uh, protects us, we better wake up. It's not. Now it's as though the, the, uh, the government is our enemy and those in the Justice Department are looking after anybody that they can to prosecute uh, over flimsy charges or make up charges. I mean, make up something. Right. right? So um, this is something that we need to pay attention to. We're not finished with this. Uh, we don't really know what recourse we have at this point, except we're getting the truth out about what happened to to John Woods and what, what happened in Cesario's sentencing, because we know that it's absolutely uh, abhorrent what's going on. And I can tell you, it was very, very difficult for me to sit in that courtroom and watch how cushy they made this whole process. And it's not this, a big deal. This... It's not a big deal. Connie, how long? <laughs> how long was the? How long was the whole ordeal? I would say probably twenty-five minutes, maybe thirty That's minutes. That's it. That's it. I figured yeah. it was like a two-day deal or something. No, 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 no. That we were in and out very fast. So you very drove from unreal. you drove from South Carolina to Arkansas for three days, four days out of your life to watch a twenty-five to thirty-minute sentencing. Yes, that's right. And let me ask you this. I believe Randy said, or someone said, or maybe it was a recording before we did the show, that that uh, Special Agent Cesario couldn't have much of a sentence because he had to be home with his teenage kids. Is that correct? That's true. That's what they said. And let me tell you something else they said. As, they, as his lawyer was uh, giving excuses for his behavior, uh, basically, I couldn't believe it. I was sitting there thinking, this can't be true. He said that Agent Cesario... Uh, has never had criminal tendencies. That's what he used, criminal tendencies. I'm thinking, well, if somebody, you know, had never committed a crime and they commit murder, are you going to let them off because they've never <laughs> exactly. done anything wrong before? I'm thinking, this is this is crazy. I mean, this thinking, this justification. And then they said that um, that he uh, was the sole was the sole um, custodian of two children that he needed to take care of. And I said, listen, there are a lot of people sitting in prison that had to leave their families behind because of what they did. I'm sorry that his children are having to suffer for what, you know, their dad did. But, I mean, this is the way it works. I mean, you know, that's not a reason to send him home. He committed crimes. I mean, how many crimes? And then again, I will remind you that he only took a plea on one charge. We don't even know what the other charges might have been against Agent Cesario. We're trying to um, uh, submit FOIAs to see if there's any way we can find out about what more they have. Uh, there's so, also some FOIAs going in that are trying to find out what did the government do to even investigate uh, Robert Cesario. We don't know. We don't know that they took any time to investigate. It seems to us that it was just kind of a, a real uh, keep it under the radar kind of an act and let's get this thing over with as soon as possible. I don't I don't know. All I know is that there are a lot of unanswered questions and a lot of suspicions. That there's something beyond John Woods going on in this case. So we have to look now at 
was, do you know if he's been reprimanded by the agency? Has he been removed? Or is that pretty much they've just left him left him be? You're probably paying for it. I really don't. I would have we're still paying his salary and probably paying for him to get a bonus and extra vacation time, if yeah, I were I, guessing. Yeah. I, I think we all three as taxpayers are probably uh, supporting Special Agent yeah. Cesario. <laughs> I don't know. I do know that another, um, uh, excuse, not excuse, I guess, for light sentence was his um, defense attorney said that now, bless his heart, <laughs> he didn't say bless his heart, but he's he's not hireable. Of course he's not. He can't be trusted. He lied. He did it to himself. Contempt, contempt of court and destroyed evidence as a 17-year veteran FBI agent. If he doesn't know better, uh, he didn't need to be doing the job. Well, from the way he was dressed and the way the look on his face and that walk, uh, I think he could apply to sell cars anywhere today. <laughs> I mean, he looks like a great, great used car salesman. What do you think? I don't think anybody would want to hire somebody that did what he did. It's amazing. It's absolutely amazing, amazing yeah. to me. And, 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 is he from Arkansas? Does he live in Arkansas? Yes, he does now. Yes, he was. My understanding is an FBI agent. He was once in Florida and was somehow transferred up to um, the Arkansas area. So he's been working there for several years. I'm not sure how many years. But. Any idea how old he is? You know, I don't know. I really don't know. I haven't looked into that, his personal And You said he was um, a 17-year veteran, so. Yeah. I'm, I'm curious. So you had people down there that were outside protesting, and mm-hmm. uh, I see the media there, and I know that there's been – different local news local news stations did stories yes. on it how was the how was the press covering it i mean the news stories i saw seemed to be fairly much pretty straightforward there wasn't a bunch yes. of lies and stuff in it but how how did that all go out there hello i'm mike lindell and my employees and i want to thank each and every one of you for your support by bringing you the my pill that started it all my pillows patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs regardless of your sleep position because it works we've sold over 70 million my pillows and now i'm bringing it to you for the lowest price ever for example you get my standard my pillow now only 1988 with your promo code now's the time to get them for your friends your family your neighbors everyone you know my pillows make the best gifts ever in the times we're in, one thing we all need is getting a great night's sleep. So go to MyPillow.com or call that number on your screen now. Use your promo code and you'll get my standard MyPillow for only $19.88. For a more custom fit, my Premium Queen, only $24.98. Or my Premium King, only $29.98. This is a limited time offer, so order now. Really? I mean, we really had a lot of favor with the media. I was shocked. I think really at this point, some of the people that were there uh, covering the story had covered the John Woods case. And I, I really, I got a feel that when John Woods was being tried, that they believed that he was guilty, uh, that that there was some things going on, you know, with, with his doings uh, that he might've deserved going to prison. I think they're questioning that now. I think when they looked at what, the way Cesario, uh, how things have developed with him, with him is admitted to his his guilt, uh, and then the way things happened through his sentencing, I think they're beginning to question. They really were very interested um, in in this 
the co this coverage. And uh, I will say that we were even exchanging pictures with them. They were uh, very excited to get that picture that you saw of Robert Cesario was actually taken by my husband who chased him down the sidewalk <laughs> to make sure he got something uh, on camera. How, how, okay, uh, so, I want to ask a question right there. How did he react when your husband was chasing him down the sidewalk and, and getting a oh, picture? He tried to ignore him, of course. Just that stone cold, I don't yeah. see you there. Well, and he, obviously, the reporters there asked for a statement. He certainly didn't want to talk to anybody. Oh, no. He was oh, no. trying to get out of there as quickly as possible. Yeah. So you're you're doing the FOIA request. You're going to try to find out information. My gut tells me, but I'm pretty limited on my knowledge, that there's really not a recourse when somebody's sentenced. They're sentenced. Yeah. Yeah. We we're 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 seeking, we're praying and seeing what can be done. Um, we really don't know at this point, but we're not giving up because we know that this agent uh, did commit crimes, several crimes, multiple crimes. Um, there's reason to believe there's more to the story than what we know right now. And so um, I'm not an investigator. I'm, I'm just a school teacher that uh, understands a little bit about how government should work and it's not working that way. And it it um, has caught my attention. So we're doing the best we can with what we have. And um, prayerfully, uh, something will happen and John will get out sooner than expected. Yep. Well, unfortunately, John Wood's sitting in a cold, dark prison cell tonight for 14 more years. And uh, this special agent is sitting at home probably by the fireplace with his kids on his lap reading him a story. <laughs> well, they're teenagers. I hope they're not. They're teenagers. <laughs> <laughs> I can still be reading him a story. You know, I mean, who knows? He's kind of creepy or he wouldn't mm. be in this position. But Well, Connie, I, I really appreciate you coming on and giving us the update. Sure. Uh, there was, I mean, this is kind of the tail end of the story. But, mm -hmm. you know, it just goes to show you what kind of system we're in. And, and I think you kind of hit the nail on the head earlier, Connie. I don't think most Americans really realize how corrupt our government and our three-letter agencies are and how they how much they have been how become so corrupted i think they hear all this you know this glitz and glamour on the media about mm -hmm. whatever doj or dea or I fda i think they're catching or, on i think people are catching on i hope I so, so but, but i still think i still think too many conservatives are still behind the eight ball they don't have an idea really how bad mm -hmm. it is all right because they're they're not doing the digging. They're living comfortable lives like with their Starbucks and their smartphones, as I always say. They're not doing the legwork that we're doing, that you're doing, that your friends are doing, and uh, you know, getting the dirt on all this stuff. So I, I I hope and pray that more people wake up and 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 like Randy said, more people are waking up. But I think we still have a lot more to awaken. Yes, and I one thing one other thing I will say, you know, when I think about the effects of of what's happened here, and even what happened with the sentencing. You know, there was more than a computer that was destroyed. I mean, and the evidence on the computer. Right. I feel like what's being destroyed is the American people's confidence and trust in our government. And that's very dangerous. That's not a good thing. Because when you look at how people are responding to some of the findings um, with the FBI and the DOJ, people are just really fed up with it. And they're, they're very angry and frustrated. And it's not good for us to have that, that sense, that feeling that the government is now our enemy. Um, and a lot of people... Are, are wanting to fight it, but a lot of people are just saying, you know, why try? I mean, it's just too big. And I feel like that a lot of people have gotten so discouraged that they're out of the game and they're, they're not even trying to do anything anymore. I, I think that's a bad posture to take. I think that we need to stay in the fight, try to get the truth out as much as we possibly can, and uh, just uh, pray that uh, that truth, truth wins, finally well, prevails. It, it, my I, biggest concern, Connie, is that your generation – 
our generation are the last ones in the ring fighting, that they know that if they can hold us off long enough until we're all dead and gone, they've got our kids, and they can manipulate mm-hmm. them and maneuver them and, and you know pull those puppet strings. Because our kids, your kids' age, your grandkids' age, mm-hmm. my kids' age, hate to say it, a lot of them don't care. Mm-hmm. A lot of them don't even have a clue. They're oblivious to it. I know. That's true. I know. Yeah. Uh, we, we are training and teaching our children to care and to be equipped for the days ahead because if something doesn't happen what they face is going to be far worse than anything that we're seeing right now and that's the reason i'm in this fight ultimately is because i have children and grandchildren that uh if it doesn't stop it's not going to be uh easy at all for them they won't know the america that i grew up in and uh i I hate that so um i'm not going to go into detail but we are not operating in god's law not a one bit. No, we're not. So I think there's going to be a switch at some point. We're going to see that flip. So just hang tight. I think there's some I, things in process. Yes. It's coming. Well, I know that we serve a just God. And uh, I know uh, I, that's my hope. You know, I, 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 I could get discouraged too, but I'm not discouraged because I serve a God that's bigger than all of this. So, um, again, we're just trusting uh, that truth will eventually prevail here and uh keep working and doing what God's telling us to do. So, and I do appreciate the opportunity that you've given me again. You guys are great. Uh, If it wasn't for people like you giving us a platform to speak the truth and get this out, we wouldn't be hearing anything of the truth. So thank you so much. We're glad and thankful to do it. If you have more updates, please let us know whether it's on this case or another case, anything else. We'll, we'll be glad to get the, get the news out to help you further your causes as well. Thank you so much there. Right, I appreciate Connie. it. Randy, I appreciate you guys. You're great. Yep. Thank you. Thanks. Take care. Uh-huh. We'll see you. Bye-bye. Thanks to everyone for watching another episode of Patriots with Grit. You know, one of the things we like to do here is keep bringing you awesome guests and bringing you truth bombs from conservative leaders and entrepreneurs. And one of the ways we do that is all the platforms that we're on. Mm-hmm. But there's one platform that is always kind of uh, an Achilles heel for us, Randy. What would that be? That would be YouTube. YouTube. Uh, we, we despise YouTube. And uh, it's unfortunate that we have to have alternate backup channels because of all the censorship nonsense. But mm-hmm. unfortunately, in today's social media age and mm-hmm. digital age, we have to do that. So we've got to work the system. All the other platforms are as solid as can be, except our friends over at Google-owned YouTube. YouTube. So what we'd like for you to do is, on our website, go to PatriotsWithGrit.com. You can enter your email there, your name and email. Send us that information, and that way, when we uh, are taken off of YouTube, we can send you an email and tell you which new channel that we are up on, Mm -hmm. because uh, we've already been uh, given three strikes, Randy, right? That's our Medal of Honor. We were sent to the locker rooms for a little while, but, (laughs) but we're back on the field now, but we don't know how long. But anyway, there's so many other platforms out there. But if you go to our website, patriotsofthegrit.com, enter your name and email. You can do a lot of other things on there, too. But what we're trying to do is build an email list. We're not going to spam you with all kinds of offers mm-hmm. and, and you know begging you to buy products or support us or whatever. It's I mean, just a backup plan. But if you want to support us, that's okay, right, Randy? Yeah, it's true. Yeah, that's okay. But anyway, we're wanting to do this just to help uh, kind of have an alternate for uh, for the people over uh, who watch us on YouTube. So anyway, thanks for watching. Thanks for being uh, one of our valued audience members. And take care. We'll see you later. See you.